0: Welcome to A New Testament Journey. We'll have our Bible reading followed by our devotional. Matthew chapter 23 Then Jesus said to the crowds and to his disciples, The teachers of the law and the Pharisees sit in Moses' seat, so you must obey them and do everything they tell you. But do not do what they do, for they do not practice what they preach. They tie up heavy loads and put them on men's shoulders. But they themselves are not willing to lift a finger to move them. Everything they do is done for men to see. They make their phylacteries wide and the tassels on their garments long. They love the place of honour at banquets and the most important seats at the synagogues. They love to be greeted in the marketplace and to have men call them rabbi. But you are not to be called rabbi, for you only have one master, and you are all brothers. And do not call anyone on earth father, for you have one father, and he is in heaven. Nor are you to be called teacher, for you have one teacher, the Christ. The greatest among you will be your servant, for whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and whoever humbles himself will be exalted." Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You shut the kingdom of heaven in men's faces. You yourselves do not enter, nor will you let those enter who are trying to. Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You travel over land and sea to win a single convert, and then he becomes one. You make him twice as much a son of hell as you are. Woe to you, blind guides! You say, if anyone swears by the temple, it means nothing. But if anyone swears by the gold in the temple, he is bound by his oath. You blind fools, which is greater, the gold or the temple that makes the gold sacred? You also say, if anyone swears by the altar, it means nothing. But if anyone swears by the gift on it, he is bound by his oath. You blind men, which is greater, the gift or the altar that makes the gift sacred therefore he who swears by the altar swears by it and by everything on it and he who swears by the temple swears by it and by the one who dwells in it and he who swears by heaven swears by God's throne and by the one who sits on it woe to you teachers of the law and Pharisees you hypocrites you give a tenth of your spices mint dill and cumin but you have neglected the more important matters of the law justice mercy and faithfulness you should have practiced the latter without neglecting the former you blind guides you strain out a gnat but swallow a camel woe to you teachers of the law and pharisees you hypocrites you clean the outside of the cup and dish but inside they are full of greed and self-indulgence blind pharisee First clean the inside of the cup and dish, and then the outside also will be clean. Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You are like whitewashed tombs, which look beautiful on the outside, but on the inside are full of dead men's bones and everything unclean. In the same way, on the outside you appear to people as righteous, but on the inside you are full of hypocrisy and wickedness. Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You build tombs for the the prophets and decorate the graves of the righteous. And you say, If we had lived in the days of our forefathers, we would not have taken part with them in shedding the blood of the prophets. So you testify against yourselves that you are the descendants of those who murdered the prophets. Fill up, then, the measure of the sin of your forefathers." You snakes, you brood of vipers, how will you escape being condemned to hell? Therefore I am sending you prophets and wise men and teachers. Some of them you will kill and crucify, others you will flog in your synagogues and pursue from town to town, and so upon you will come all the righteous blood that has been shed on earth, from the blood of righteous Abel to the blood of Zechariah, son of Barachiah, whom you murdered between the temple and the altar. I tell you the truth, all this will come upon this generation. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who kill the prophets and stone those sent to you, how often I have longed to gather gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings. But you were not willing. Look, your house is left to you desolate. For I tell you, you will not see me again until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord.
1: Roasted by the Redeemer Even rap battles scarcely serve up such a succession of syncopated slam-downs. Man ain't happy with the Pharisees. You learn a lot about a person when they're angry. What riles Jesus reveals as much about God as the miracles do. So the seven woes listed here are ambient revelation of our God. They show us what God really cares about. Firstly, he cares about his supremacy. Everything the Pharisees do is for men to see. That is not good. God wants his people back. He wants them to do things for him. The covenant God wants his covenant people to hold to their covenant promise and give attention to him as their covenant partner. Secondly, God cares about ordinary people. The Pharisees had raised the bar and shut the door so many times that the ordinary workers, the hungry sinners, the mediocre masses felt that they couldn't get to God. Pharisee religion was one for the elite, and God was vexed. God wants the ordinary, the normal the mediocre. God wants the failures. And thirdly, God cares about reality. The Pharisees found all kinds of ways to tinker with the trimmings, to pretend people could paint purity onto their person. But they couldn't. You can't paint healthy arteries onto your chest and claim God's given you a heart transplant. Well, you can, but God doesn't want you to. He actually wants to fix you. So let's talk about your faith. Is it marked by God's supremacy? What do you do that is just for him to see? Does your faith open doors to the ordinary and the mediocre? Are you intentionally building friendships with people who are slightly annoying? And what about reality? Are you exposing your true self to God for him to meet you and redeem you there? Jesus rebukes the Pharisees and then he wails over them. He wants them still despite all their sin. If God is convicting you today, it's actually his mercy. Yield to him. Entrust yourself to him because he cares for you. He wants to gather you under his wings and show you his love. Here's a question for reflection. How does your faith open doors for the ordinary and the mediocre to access your God?